You're listening to Interviews with Adam. I am your host, Adam Miller. And today we have a special guest for us as we continue our series talking with the many voices behind the music and that one message that we have here on Song Time. We're talking with Ernie Haas. And uh, Ernie, thank you so much for being a part of our program. Well, Adam, it was a pleasure to talk to you. And thanks for allowing me to lend my voice to all the many voices that are talking about the greatest message known to mankind. Now, Ernie, you are uh, a singer, but you have a unique, uh, a unique style, and you're building off of the really southern gospel music, and you have a quartet, the signature sound. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got started into music, and, and what the connection is that you have with, uh, with the gospel music. Yeah, you know, the, everybody's narrative is different, and, and their life experiences are different, but I was just raised in a in a Christian home, very loving, nurturing home. I know everybody doesn't have that, you know, that that blessing, but I, I did, and and I just felt like whatever I put my hand to, I was going to succeed because my 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 parents and my grandparents, my church, it was just it was just full of faith, and and so I I grew up really wanting to serve God, and and my two biggest dreams were playing professional baseball, being a baseball pitcher or being a professional singer. And, uh, and you know what? God allowed me to, to play college baseball and, and to have somewhat of a career, and then also allowed me about a little bit out of high school to cross paths with some people in the Southern Gospel industry who said, you've, you've got the goods if you just would work a little bit harder. <laughs> and so I did, and I started working on my craft, studied voice, and, and I got even closer to some people in the industry. And... Lo and behold, when I was 25 years old, I got the call of a lifetime. In our industry, the top quartet of all time would be the Cathedral Quartet out of Stowe, Ohio. And I got a phone call from their, one of their co-founders, and his name was George Johnson. He later became my father-in-law, and they hired me in April of 1990. I was just turned 25 years old, and, and uh, it, <laughs> Jesus changed everything through that group right there. And so I, I've, been, I've been doing this close to almost 30 years, pro- proclaiming the good news of, of, of God's amazing grace through four-part harmony. And um, it's taken me a lot of places that I never dreamed it would go. And it, it's signature sound. When I started that in 2003, after the, the cathedrals retired, and, and George gave me his blessing, um, we got to go some places that even they haven't gone and, and to cross genres of, uh, you know, barriers of, of, of styles. And it's just, um, I'm just more thrilled now than I've ever been in my life uh, about the calling that I felt back when I was eight years old. And, and, and I didn't know what I was getting into, but I feel like God put his hand on me. And, um, and now here I am, even just talking to you is, is a new door, it's a new opening and being able to talk to a whole new market of people hearing this story. And, uh, and it, so it's much more than just, oh, I got a professional group, or oh, I'm a Southern Gospel Quartet guy. Uh, God has used this to, to bring peace, harmony, love, and, and grace, and hope to, to a whole different way that I would, ever would have dreamed. You've spent uh, uh, quite a few years with the, the Cathedral group, and now with your group, um, what is it about gospel music that is, uh, you know, it's a, a specific genre. It's a great one, 
Uh, but what is so, so specific about the gospel music that has uh, stuck around with you and had such an impact uh, throughout your, your ministry? Well, in the very beginning of this interview, you used the word connection. I think what happens with with me and, and, and my, uh, you know, with our roads of, of where we go and tour, I think we connect with people on two levels. Number one, we bring a lot of joy. You know, our group is very energetic. It's very upbeat. Um, there's even certain songs that we do that we're doing some choreography and, uh, you know, we're not the temptations or the platters and we're definitely not one direction or anything like that, but we just, we have fun with the music. And so it brings not just the older generation who loves these songs, but it also brings their grandkids. So it, you know, you got three generations sitting out there and every night when I stand in the lobby after a concert and thank people and sign autographs and shake hands, it amazes me when I'm standing there taking a picture with, with three generations. There's the grandma, there's the daughter, and there's the granddaughter all together. And there's not very many things um, that, 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 that can do that. And so I think that's one of the, the experiences, the connection point. And then the other thing is harmony. Um, you know, we just, it's built into the fiber of the universe. Uh, the Lord says that we, you know, we need each other. And, uh, and so to go out and sing solo is great. I've done it. And uh, I even sing solos each night on our program. But when you lock in that harmony, it's tight. Um, it reverberates in a different way with people. And we've done that. I've sang on set five of the, of the seven different continents. We've been in India. We've been in uh, South Africa. We've been in Australia, New Zealand. We've been in Eastern Europe and all through Europe and, and, and Canada. And, and I, just, I just see what works. And it's, it's a universal language, harmony and joy. Those are the two things. Everybody laughs the same the same way, and everybody responds to the harmony uh, when of, of music when it touches their soul. You know, what's interesting about uh, the gospel music is that it not only brings together all of those different aspects of, of harmony and uh, generations, but it also brings together uh, uh, the psalms, the hymns, and the spiritual songs all really into in, into one kind of uh, into one genre, doesn't it? It really does, and some, you know, and, and some people's taste will be different for styles of music, and the, and the one thing that music can do, it can divide um, the community of believers, and you see that in certain churches, but for us, um, the signature sound experience that we've had for the last almost 14 years that I've had this group, uh, my experience has been that w- when it's authentic to you, and you're and you've got that joy in you. I mean, I don't no matter how tired I've been. I mean, I walk on stage just exhausted. But when that music starts, something that that vocation, that calling that God has put on my life, it starts stirring, and uh, so it, it transcends with me in my experience. It transcends styles, and so we definitely speak to um, the message of Christ through hymns, through psalms, and through spiritual songs. We do all three. Now, you're telling me a little bit about your background uh, growing up in the church. Um, how much of, of that has really played into the carrying out of this ministry? How much of your, your parents and your pastors and uh, your yeah. own personal Bible study has been kind of the, the, the background or the, the foundation for what you're doing now? Well, you nailed it. It has been the foundation. And, you know, and especially when you grow up knowing all these things, um, I think everybody uh, from a that has that background, um, I, think you, I think you have, you're so certain when you're young, and so I'm 51 now, and 
you know, when I was young and I was just so certain of, you know, I was just getting up in the morning and had just all this energy. And then you have, I think you have a time when you really sit down and say, do I really believe this stuff because I believe it? Or is it because I was told this by my parents and my grandparents and my church? And, and um, everybody has what they call a crisis of faith. It's not that they necessarily lose their faith, but you've got to, you've got to sit down and you've got to work this out and think this out. It's not just putting your brain in, in, in neutral. You, you do think this out and reason this out. And you, and you come to a point where even through my questions, I, I believe this, and this is real to me. And so I turned that corner. I don't know, you know, how far back that was, but, but I turned that corner and, and it has helped me connect more with the crowd, with these songs because um, I, I learned it as a kid. I believed it as a kid. I grew up. I lived life. And I saw what life had to offer. I've seen the good. I've seen the pleasure. I've seen the bad and the harshness. And I'm on the other side of it now. And I can say, I still believe. What's so powerful about the, the message that you're conveying is that the very core of, of the style, it's gospel music. It's the central message to everything that we do here on Song Time. Uh, many voices, but only one message. Um, that, that message is conveyed so richly through, through the songs that you sing. What is the, at the very core of what you're trying to communicate? Well, what Jesus said, he, he, he said, let me break it down for you. Love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. In these things, you wrap up all the gospel. And so if we can continue to inspire people with good music and great presentation, then wonderful. That's great. But if it can go deeper and we can, and we can allow the Spirit of God through our music to penetrate somebody's heart to where they want to worship God and get rid of all of these things that become idols and just worship God because He's good and because you love Him. And then that transcends into your relationships with everybody else. Then we've done exactly what the Master has called us to do. And so I, I firmly believe, and I want, to hear, I want people to hear me, that that is our calling for everybody. And just because I sing gospel music or somebody preaches gospel, the gospel doesn't make their vocation any higher calling than the person like my father who's been in sheet metal. The new law is to love God with all your heart, love your neighbors yourself. And Paul told the church, he said, whatever you do, whether you eat, drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And you know what? That simplifies it down and it distills it to the greatest core of what a Christian should be viewing the world with. That's, that's the, that's the lens. That's the, eyeglasses that you should be looking, your sunglasses, you should have those on every day. That should be your worldview. I've been asking the, the different musicians that we've had on the program, um, what is the song that you go to that kind of rises in your heart when you're, when, mm. when, when you are in a moment uh, of discouragement or a moment of, of, of frustration, stress, or anxiety? What is the song that pops into your head that you find comfort in the gospel? There are, there are a couple. There's one that I sing on stage almost every night. It's called Walk With Me, and it's just a prayer. And so many times when, you get, when you're busy and you get up and you go and you don't spend time meditating and, and, and in prayer, you're, you're basically saying, Lord, follow me <laughs> with your life. You're saying that. And so when I get too busy, I just, I just pause and say, Walk with me, walk with me, lest my eyes no longer see all the glory, all the story 
of your love. And I, that song settles me down and, and, and um, makes, makes for sure that, uh, that I'm not too busy. And then I had a song I sing every night on the stage, and I've sung it for the last 30 years, is Oh, What a Savior. There's just, I mean, when you see God everywhere, you just got to praise Him. I mean, you just got to break out in song. And so for me, the song Oh, What a Savior is a way for me to release. And then there's at times when I'm, I'm just confused, and I just sing, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you, how I proved you more, or and or, Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust you more. <laughs> and I need more grace to trust you more and, and let go of my will. And, and, um, so music is very powerful, and that's why I've chosen to do what I do, because I, I really feel like God has placed his hand on me, not because I'm special, but because... Uh, uh, I just I I think it's the most powerful way to convey these universal truths that that we are designed to worship and trust God. We're not designed to be our own our own God. We've been talking with Ernie Haas. He is with Signature Sound, and his music is centered on the gospel of Jesus Christ. He really is one of the many voices for that one message that we preach here on Songtime, Ernie. Thank you so much for being a part of our program. It has been a pleasure, Adam. And matter of fact, after all these years, almost 30 years of doing this, I've never recorded a hymn record. We've been, reco- we've been asked to, but I've been so busy writing and recording songs and trying to introduce new material. So uh, just in a couple of weeks, we're releasing a first-ever hymns project. And what I did is I went back and picked the top eight songs from the, the what I feel is one of the most prolific American hymnists ever, and I'm talking about Danny Crosby. And so, when that when that record comes out, I'd be happy to send it to you because I think it will definitely um, speak to your people, and and you know would 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 be a, a connection point to everybody's household of faith. Well, we'd love to hear it. So please, please send it out to us. Thank you again uh, for being a part of our program and for uh, being a part of the many voices. I just pray that uh, it'd be a blessing and something to say and, or sing would uh, point somebody to, to Jesus and his love. We hope you enjoyed this interview made possible by our ministry at Songtime Radio. You can find out more information about our ministry by visiting our website at songtime.com where you can find this and other interviews on our podcast series, as well as our weekday broadcast, which includes teaching, interviews, and music. We also want to encourage you to sign up for our free monthly newsletter. It's got encouraging articles, and there is no obligation to find out more information about our ministry. Again, visit our website at songtime.com. This ministry is made possible by people just like yourself. We are 100% supported by our listeners. So if you have been blessed today, why not join with the many voices together for that one message, the gospel of Jesus Christ, with your donation to the Songtime ministry. To make a donation, you can do so online at our website at songtime.com, as well as by mail. Write to us at Songtime Radio, P.O. Box 100, Barnstable, Massachusetts, 02630, or give us a call. Make a donation over the phone. It's 508-362-7070. On behalf of our entire Songtime staff and our own Dr. John DeBrine, the founder here at Songtime, who encourages you to grow in grace and not groan in disgrace, from Cape Cod, I'm Adam Miller. God bless. God bless.